Hey everybody, welcome to the Hunter Podcast. I'm Lou Stuntstone. I'm Matt Gordon. And back again, Matt Gordon. It's like you like me or something. It's like I, it's like I love you. Oh, oh my man. Yeah, Where'd you get hilarious. three likes on YouTube and you're like, I'm the man. It's Stop. something that brings me so much joy in life. Like I need it's it. three I likes. Need Come on. I need let's, it. Let's not talk crazy. That voice, <laughs> actually, before we get to there, uh, we're at the Chamber of Commerce here in Brush, Colorado. Yes, indeed. The offices, Matt's offices. Yes, these are all our brochures and our cards. That's right. That's right. In case you want to see what's in Brush, Colorado, which most of the shit is not in Brush, Colorado, is it? Not all. Well, some of it is, some of it isn't. Um, but there's a lot of good stuff here that we could share to to help spread the, the love about community resources, businesses, and anything else going on in, in Brush, Colorado. Hmm. I'm trying to do the plug. What's it the didn't ad- quite feel as natural as I was <laughs> hoping it to feel. But what's the address here? 218 Clayton Street, Brush, Colorado, uh, United States, Planet Earth, uh, um, solar system, um, Milky Way galaxy, local cluster. Actually, uh, somebody asked um, me the address today, <laughs> and the person that asked me was our guest today, Miss Crystal Duso. Oh yes, hello. Uh, and this is fun for me because Crystal's actually a very good friend of mine. That's we, awesome. We've gotten very close over the past couple of years. Uh, she married one of my very best friends. And I like her more than him. That's now, so I was going to say that. I'm like, I feel like you and I talk more than you and Tim talk. Because <laughs> we're talking to Tim. It's, you know, I know. It's kind of like I mean, lackluster. Let's, let's get it out in the open. We just tolerate Tim, both of us, right? right. I mean, it's not even a like thing. Hey, it's, Tim, man, I think you're cool. I don't know you yet, but I look forward to meeting you. Well, that, right? There's your key. You don't know him yet. There it is. So. Okay, yeah. So you don't have to sleep with him every night. Yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Because trust my me, because trust me, it's awful. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor he's guy. Not, not a giver. He's a taker. He's a yeah. taker. He's not a giver at all. Selfish bastard. <laughs> Larry knows. <laughs> That's right. That's exciting. Or we could tell the story about going to Nolans. We will get to the Nolans. That's how we. Uh, this is. This is what's fun about it is because it's it's an, a little nerve wracking for me because some of these people know me very well. Yes. And I have a lot of drunk stories over. I spread over sixty something episodes, and some have had you in them. Oh, I'm sure. Um, because that, when I was trying to think of stories for this, I was like, Larry just knows so much about my life because right. we've been friends for sixteen years. Right. And whenever something funny happens, I feel like we have to talk about it. So <laughs> right. I'm like, what stories does Larry not know about me? Right. I don't know. It's uh, we're gonna find out though. Okay. Because if you're new to the Bullhucker, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, no, no! You jump in. This is your show, my friend. What are you gonna say though? Well, I was gonna say I love being on the show because I get to meet new people and all these crazy people that you've interacted with throughout your life. Right. Yeah, you've and got hear, a very colorful life. I hear all these stories after the fact, and I mean, I just thank you for being or allowing me to be involved in what you do with this, man. You know, that's what's fun about the Bullhucker, and that's why this podcast has worked so well. And it made me realize that I do know a lot of interesting people. In you my do, life. you do. I don't know why they get sent into my life. It's a good blessing. The whole time because I there's a lot of people. I don't know people. that you've always thought of me as a blessing. Um, <laughs> I think we've had moments. I'll say interesting, yeah, yeah. There's we'll been a few get times. To that in a minute. Yeah, where well, you sent me to the wrong airport. We'll That's go there. We'll, okay. We'll go there. We'll go I there. can't wait to hear all of these stories. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Uh, anyway, if you're new to the Bullhucker, welcome. Uh, what it is is a podcast. We're bringing a guest on today's Crystal. Crystal's going to tell us three stories about her life. The kicker is only two of these stories are true. One is either made up, all the way, partially made up, which partially true, or a borrowed story. Crystal, what's uh, the closest, without going into great detail, is it partially made up, partly true, part? Partly true. Partly true, partly made up. Okay. Okay. Good to know. All right. So we know. Because it, it matters when we're trying to pick these out, because like the borrowed stories are the toughest ones when someone borrows a story, because it's essentially a true story. It is. It's just somebody else's true story. Yes. Absolutely. Correct. Yes. So it's tough. So at the end of the podcast, uh, myself and Mr. Gordon sitting next to me are going to try and guess to see uh, which one it is. And uh, lucky for you... Everybody, you, me, Adam, and Densey have been horrible this year. Whoa. Guessing these. Whoa. Whoa. 
I'm going to push back on that one. I'm three and three. I'm rocking. That's 500. Yeah, that's that's 200 million dollars in the MLB is what I'm saying. <laughs> that's money in the bank, bro. Okay, all right. This guy, Adam Denzi, and I've been sucking in Matt's at 500. That's okay. right. By the way, 500. Write that down so you don't forget people. Do you make it in the MLB with 500? Yeah, they people who bat like two hundred get paid millions of dollars. I don't watch baseball. I don't okay, know. It's a boring ass sport. Unless I want to fall asleep. Or there's <laughs> drinking involved in those stands, right? If I go to a game, then I go to socialize and drink. That's all I go for. Uh, actually, one time, have you ever been in the suites at the Rocky? At, yes, uh, Coorsville. Yes, they're, they're nice. They are very nice. They're the food. We've been delish. in there. Yeah. Oh, have you been in the suites? Yeah. Um, well, the first time your husband went to a suite. Do you know who I am. That's <laughs> true. Okay, well, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, I work for Budweiser, and the guy who does the assessments for us, his wife at the time, or girlfriend, yeah, uh, was the one who booked all those things. And she, anyway, he said, bring your guys up. Everybody bring their spouse or whatever. Yeah. You know, bring their wives, or, and we'll hang and out. And who did you bring? I, I, took, I took Tim. That was my date. Okay, right? perfect. <laughs> like so, where this story's going. <laughs> it's so bad. So we, we everything's free, you know. And yeah. Tim, I always make fun of him for being. Um, frugal? Uh, Frugal is a good word we're we'll gonna, go, because that's that's politically correct. Yes. That's not the word I call him, but we'll say frugal. Yes. I call him a tight ass all the time. Tight ass all the time. <laughs> and uh, when we were leaving, we, we raided the fridge and Tim is shoving beers everywhere. Love it. And later on, me. I'm drinking him. I don't care what he's pulling. I'm like, Tim, beer me. And he's reaching his pants and grabbing him. Right. Because right next <laughs> to your amazing. dick might be a little warm, <laughs> but right. give that to me. That's right. Right. Wipe the hairs uh, off. It's totally fine. If I find something, I'm, we're, <laughs> we're not cool anymore. Just so you know, I'll tell everybody just so you know. Okay. That's 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 a cold sore that's a cold yeah, sore right. <laughs> but yeah so we we totally robbed it and it was it was out of control it was a bad night that's amazing yeah we were downtown and my boss blew a red light said i'll stop twice the next one I'm like, yeah, that's, it's, that's yeah. a really we gotta good make line. up for it yeah Tim just in the line. back looking at the window looking at the nice scenery <laughs> right. you know, chugging his free beer yeah, that yeah, he just stole. Oh. that's funny how roles have changed with him and I because that's more like my MO right. <laughs> than it is his. How did I describe Crystal to you? Oh, uh, oh I'm on the spot. I don't know. Uh, g- give me the replay. I said she's like a frat boy trapped in a 39-year-old oh, yes. yes, woman's yes, body. Yes, yes, he did say that. I like that. that you called me 39. Well, First of all, I called knuckles you, to that. I called you 29 for a decade. This so, is true. I mean, after that a while. That hasn't changed. After a while, we had to go to 39. Right? You have to up the game. And I'll give you that for a couple more years. Okay. I'll take it. I'm not saying a word. How, how, <laughs> how, how old do you think she is? 21. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. It's been great meeting you. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, we do it. This would be fun because we do have a lot of stories. And like I said, you've been in a lot of these stories. I don't know if I named you by name, but uh, yeah. No, I did see one of your podcasts where there was a couple stories that I'm like, I was there. I was there for that. I was there for that. <laughs> it was a recent podcast, right? I don't know. Can I say? Mm. I think I know what you're talking about. Did you comment on the YouTube yes. page? Yeah, yeah, yes. that was a recent one, yeah. I didn't know how recent that was. Like, I'm not good at looking at It wasn't very recent because you were pregnant in that uh, that story, so. I was pregnant in that story. <laughs> but it wasn't a recent story. It was no. probably a recent podcast you mm. did. So Yes, but it was uh, back in 2000. I don't know. Well, KK mm-hmm. is, she was born in 07, and oh, yeah. so it was probably six. Right. Because I was pregnant with her. Wow. Right. Actually, you were on that podcast, too. Which one? No, a story about her. 
and uh, someone getting beat in the street. And <laughs> yeah. Oh. But he didn't say my name. No, no. I think you did. Maybe You're like, it. we got to get Crystal on this podcast. Yeah, that's I right. Think he might have yeah. said that. Yeah, that's right. It was uh, other people, friends of yours who drugged that poor girl in the street and put the boots to her. And <laughs> yeah, I remember she this now. shoved you and you were pregnant there. That's, yes. This is and how pulled we, my hair. And, and pulled your hair. Yeah. Tim was not having it and yeah. neither was any of our friends. No, that's but, a fightable offense. But Tim was not the one who drugged this girl in the street. Was, no, he, let's, he, yeah, make He got upset and yelled, but there was two female friends that she had that said well we looked it up and uh, here's the deal turns out it's like going to like churches you're catholic it's like five hail marys and a couple of our fathers well we're gonna kick you in the face three times and beat the shit out keep of you keep it that's, even that's what that's gonna she have to happen seen the next day around town and apparently she looked pretty rough <laughs> i think i'm just gonna don't sit back a pregnant lady's hair don't do <laughs> yes. it you, you two just please regale us with all of this the craziness that you've lived i want to i want to hear that well how many hours do we have how many hours do we have when i first met crystal, i don't gotta fly out till 12 30 so let's okay. do this <laughs> when i first met crystal i thought she was a hooker <laughs> <laughs> well i didn't know I, that you knew that about me <laughs> i'm joking i'm joking no he's not that's uh, a joke is I there a, is there a rebuttal to that i mean what i'll what pull that world? off i'll pull that off that wasn't nice that I don't care. Okay. Leave that it. wouldn't bother me, Larry. I, I, in fairness, when I first met Larry, I thought he was a hooker. So. Okay. Perfect. Well, I was blowing something. Yeah, he so. was. Right. And then he got elected and he quit. So. <laughs> you had to quit hooking once you're in public hooking, office. Man. Yeah, yeah. In a rack like this, I mean, I right. can't sell it at waste. Unless they pay by the pound, you're not going to make any money. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's boom. Yep, that's that's a that's huge a, bitch. They said that, was, took a, that so, was a good one. That's one big bitch. That was good. I came to the club tap room. I was working for Budweiser, and uh, we were doing a promotion. And Tim was in there, and that was like your first date, right, or close so to it. So our first date was at Mavericks, but okay. then that was probably that's where <laughs> Wait, the gas station. No, Mavericks. No, no, the oh, Mavericks. The, it was, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, the restaurant. I was like, I was like the, it might have been I can see why station. you thought the hooker thing now, because I'm right. like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, Worst yeah, things no. have happened. No, no. I tease her about the hooker thing, because when I saw them at Club Taproom, I walked up to Tim, and you're sending up, and oh, I go, man. what's up, man? You know, I insult him, as I usually do, and he, you know, says nothing nice to me. Totally. Fr- friends. Un- un- yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, I just sit there and smile, like, can you introduce me to your friend, Tim? And I finally go, I'm, I'm, I'm his I'm his friend. This is rude, Tim. I'm I'm his friend. I'm Crystal, and she smiled, and I, and this cute little blonde, and I'm like Timothy. 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 <laughs> Where'd she come from, Tim? I've never <laughs> seen this one before. Right? And we just got burritos yeah. out of Mavericks, and, and we were hanging yeah. out outside. It's either he was so quiet, like he was like abnormally quiet that night, and I'm like, what's going on with you, man? He was vibing. That's what he was. doing. He was vibing. He yeah. was trying to be cool, and then he his, was feeling it. His big dumb ogre friend Larry walked in and said, "Oh shit." <laughs> well, and I think he was trying to take me home that night. And then once I met you, I was like, "No, no, it's not happening." Your I ogre? saw your friend group. <laughs> yeah, right. And you said that's one of the main ones. That's one of the good guys. You. Yeah, <laughs> so. But then we got to be good friends, and then we uh, did. Yeah. So one of our first interactions was that night, and then. Um, Shortly after, Tim and I got engaged, and then here's our wedding story. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't wait. So, Tim and I um, planned a trip to Vegas. Cool. To get married. Cheap, whatever. We're yeah. young. And so, um, we just told all our friends, whoever can come, mm-hmm. this is when we're going, if you can come. Well, Larry was a groomsman, so, of course, he felt a little obligated. Yeah, I guess I got to be there. And being Tim's friend. Right, yeah. right. So, um, 
my girlfriends and I are walking the strip and Tim and Larry break off together. They're walking the strip and our wedding's at like six that night. So we run into him. I know where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> we run into him. I can't even remember. Was it circus? circus? I don't know. But anyway, and my husband is shit hammered. Love it. And I was like, if you are drunk at our wedding, I will not marry you. And Larry goes, your wife's, your new wife's kind of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so. I didn't say it before you, though, because I'm not that no, brave. No, yeah. I, when you walked away, I was we like. We weren't going to get socked by a little I was gal. like, listen, Tim, maybe oh, we should rethink this. Right? <laughs> but Larry's MO is, I don't know if you've ever gone out with him, more in your younger days than now. But He's a sage nowadays. He takes me to, like, Chili's and stuff. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, that wasn't his. <laughs> No. Back in his Yukon days, no. <laughs> that's, that's true. God. His whole goal that day was to get my husband shit hammered. Oh, I love it. And he succeeded. <laughs> Do you know, we've been married for 15 years, and I've never watched our wedding video. Really? <laughs> because Tim's like, <laughs> Still, we just celebrated 15 years in February. I've not watched that video. Because I'm like, I'm just going to be pissed off at you all over again. And I remember I'm walking down the aisle, my mom's crying, and I'm just like murder you right now that's hilarious mom there's a fat one named larry he looks mexican-ish right stab him he did stab it. him then stand back because yukon's gonna pour everywhere when you stab that son of a bitch yeah exactly he's full coming of- out of his pores as we speak but- actually your uh, wedding did come up on this podcast for a story it was a story i told i'll retell it it's where they're taking pictures and it's down like on the part of the st- well, not it's between the strip and the old town vegas mm-hmm. where it's a gun shop wedding chapel porn shop Pawn shop, liquor store, yes. store liquor yes. store, family friendly store. Yes, yes, yeah. It, but, but it's a nice little place you guys had it in. It's, it was, you know, it was super nice cute, little setup. But... And <laughs> they're taking pictures. They wanted a picture of you and Tim in the background's the stratosphere, and and you know, and they, the photographer stops, and he starts screaming because there's a homeless guy walking in the background. <laughs> and he's like, "Let's go, man!" The guy's like, "Fuck you!" He's flipping right. him off. And <laughs> Get it moving. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> It's so, probably in my wedding picture. Right. Unless, but, you know, he was nice enough to edit those out. No, I, I think that he got the homeless guy because he had a big cart full of stuff. <laughs> I probably have like 300 wedding photos that, you know, I just went and picked the best. And nice. this is 15 years ago. Who can remember right, sure, what pictures right. are on there? But And yeah. Tim was like, do we need to... Do I need to tip the photographer? I'm like, did they bring us a drink? No, you don't tip. I, you do, by the way. You do, by the way, tip the photographer. I, I What'd know you now. learn later in life? What'd you learn later in life? That's good to know. I didn't know that until right now. So oh, yeah. Not that I'm using well, a lot of photographers or stuff. I think when you pay them for a wedding, like that's your photographer, maybe not so much because that's included in the price. But when you're in Vegas and it's like a, and a, just taking pictures. a drive-through kind of deal we're doing here. So. Makes sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Like, I didn't tip because it was all part of the package that we had right, bought. Right. So I didn't think to tip. Nobody asked. Yeah. Well, I think that... I usually don't ask for just the tip, though. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. That, that, thank that, you for that, being that. here. Yes. This is. I needed a good laugh today. This is great. <laughs> well, before we get to the other stories, uh, we do have three stories we can get to. Let's let's do those real quick. Okay. And then we'll we'll reminisce. So, uh, Matt, you want to read them off? I would for love us? to read them. I got to grab it though because I can't see anything from far away. We have <laughs> mistaken for a prostitute. Uh, Moonlight Bowling and Our Time in Nashville. Well, Matt. I uh, didn't say on Bourbon Street, so this isn't you and I. <laughs> you ever been to Mardi Gras? To to. No, uh, truthfully, no. I've really? never been down there. It's well, too humid for me. I feel like I'd sweat forever. Uh, not when there's tits like that down there. Boom. <laughs> Put up with the humidity. Until you pass yeah, out. Yeah, maybe early, I should. Yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll get to that we'll story. Get to that story. All right, Matt. You know what? What? You're my guest. I'll pick it up. I always get to pick one? Okay. Um, 
well, come on. I'm mistaken for a prostitute sitting on the top. It's like a big juicy tomato. So I really want to hear that one. Well, since you already said that you thought I was a hooker, <laughs> I'm like, actually, I have a story about that. <laughs> so, um, do you guys watch Breaking Bad or have you? Oh, hell, hell yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hell so yeah. Our family is like hardcore Breaking Bad fans. Sick. Um, our son, a couple years ago, was a senior in high school. And we said, what do you want to do for your senior trip? And he said, I want to go to New Mexico and do the Breaking Bad thing. I didn't know it was this like extravagant where you get on an RV that is a replica of the Breaking Bad RV. At one point, they had like blue smoke coming out of the, the top. That's <laughs> cool. Yes. Wow. I could dig that. This was so awesome. And then they take you all around. We went to the chicken place. You go to the car wash. What? It's this whole tour thing. That's amazing. It is so awesome. But that's the whole reason we went to New Mexico was for that. And by the way, don't go there. Don't. <laughs> yeah, it's not Don't great. go to Albuquerque. Don't do it. It's not great. It's um, a larger version of Pueblo. <laughs> sorry, um, not sorry. Oh, like right? that's so much for my sister city application with Pueblo now. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, don't do it. Yeah, so we went there. We drove five hours. And we did the tour. We stayed the night. We were actually going to stay two nights, but there was just nothing to do there. Unless you want to walk downtown and look at more turquoise jewelry <laughs> and rugs and pottery, there was nothing to do. So we're like, you know what? We're just going to get out of here early. So we pull up in my Land Rover. Nice. Not to brag. My old car. <laughs> I mean, that thing's a husband now. But anyway, so we pull up to this gas station um, to get gas before we leave town. And Tim starts pumping the gas, and I start walking in the gas station, and it was just me, him, and our son. <coughs> and, you know, the door's open. It's a nice, like, spring day. And we start talking, and my husband said, don't remind me when we get home, or don't let me forget when we get home to get my car. It was in the shop in Colorado Springs getting repairs done. And I was like, okay, and we continue to have a conversation. And some lady comes out and she says, you need to get out of here. And I'm standing there like, what? It was like a gas station <coughs> attendant. Yeah. And I was like, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> so that stumped me, first of all. And then so Tim and my son go in. They get us drinks and stuff. And she comes out and she said, I told you again you had to leave. <laughs> what am I doing? And I'm like a sensitive person in some aspects. <coughs> But, um, so I'm like, okay, well, my son gets car sick. So he sits in the front of the car. My husband gets in and I jump in the back of the car. <laughs> they come out just laughing as soon as we get in the car. And I was like, what are you guys laughing at? They said, the worker thought you were a prostitute. <laughs> and I said, what, what? Like it bothered me for the five hour drive home. Oh, I bet. <laughs> well, you think, but I realized what it was. So when I'm standing on the sidewalk and Tim is pumping gas, the um, worker had the door open. The cashier stand was right there. And when he mentioned that about his car, I said, yeah, I'm just dreading how much it's going to cost. No, he said, I'm dreading how much it's going to cost. And I said, I bet it's not going to be as much as you think. And you <laughs> get where I'm going with the story. So our conversation continues. And I was like, oh, you know. You've probably been through worse. And this is like, and if you know my husband and I, we very much have banter like that. So I very much think that she overheard 
me telling Tim it's not going to cost as much as you think. <laughs> and then I jump in the back of the Land Rover. She's probably like, he fell for it. <laughs> that was nice. Him and his son are going to share that. That's yeah. nice. Right? Yeah. That's, nice that's, that. And it's not as expensive for both of them. Right, right. exactly. Uh, score. She, she has I a, was so a taken system. back. But when Tim and Kyle went in, they overheard the workers talking <laughs> about how <laughs> there was a hooker out front. Oh, my God. That's why when they got back in the car, they were laughing. <laughs> Because they knew that that's what the workers were talking oh, about, where no. I'm still sitting there baffled, like, what did I do? Why do I have to get back in my car or leave? She told me to go across the street at one point. She didn't say get back in your car. She's like, you need to go across the street. Because that was a big truck stop where, like, all the lot lizards hang out. Oh, sure. So she's like, go back to your home. Yeah. She's just like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> that hooker just asked I wasn't even some... dressed, like, provocatively. <laughs> it's like we were having a five-hour drive home. I was, like, you know, in comfy clothes, but... I don't know. I must have been. And he's buying her beef jerky. The hooker got him to buy him a soda and beef jerky. Too. Yeah, right. <laughs> you don't tip them. They're not. They're not. They're not photographers. They're not photographers. That's what. I was yeah. So then the whole drive home, like I said, it's like bothering me so much. Where I'm like, I'm gonna call there and I'm gonna tell them how mistaken they are. You're gonna do a Karen thing, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I love this. Oh, oh, I wanted to, and then my this. husband's so level-headed. He was like, "You're not calling there. <laughs> Just let it go." <laughs> And it bothered me for days where I'm like looking in the mirror going, what What makes me look like a prostitute? Like, why was she being there about me? Like, I was pretty sensitive about it. But wow. I let it go. I didn't call. Because at one point I was going to Karen it and be like, I'm going to talk to your manager. Yeah. I'm not a hooker. <laughs> it's like, the, I'm, not, I'm not an animal. I'm not, <laughs> the, I'm not a hooker. <laughs> I just wanted to explain myself. And he's like, we're never going to see these people again. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, who cares? And I was like, okay, all right. I'll I'm go to a, sleep tonight, I guess. I'm not a hooker. And Tim's like, but I pay for it every day. Every <laughs> yes. fucking day. We always say it's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> like, you can afford to divorce me. But after all this stuff, I know what your retirement is. I think it's so amazing. Uh, we live uh, around all these people. We'll never interact again. And forever in someone's mind, you will be the prostitute to that person. Some story that they've told on another podcast in another state has come out about what just happened the colorado hooker right glad it's <laughs> remember that lady to all She's the others that have been bucks. mistaken out there that's messed up <laughs> yes. i was like do you want to see my purse there's no money in it so, <laughs> i was joking i don't have any needle in my arm like, <laughs> oh oh you're high class good for you yeah right, yeah, right. Yeah. oh i do it in my toes yeah yeah, yeah. Not, you're so, down on the, yeah. the, the, the minor leagues now good for you i didn't think you were a hooker i always tease you about that when i first met you i like i said that because tim was so weird when i first walked in like he was like he was in love because he was like he was, he was vibing he, he felt was. it and he knew I'd fuck it up if I had the chance. Yeah. <laughs> he knew I would do something inherently mean to him. <laughs> oh, here comes Larry. Uh, his uh, jealousy will rage on this one. Uh, right? Take cover. Yeah, yeah. Here comes, here comes the black hole of misery. It's going to come and shit like, all over me. Can you stand in the bathroom for about 30 minutes yeah. while I talk to my friend? Yeah. Sure, but why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. I have to take a shit, but I guess I can. Yeah, yeah. Only hookers take a shit in the bar. So, anyway. That's. <laughs> or fucking the bar. Uh, you know, either one. God bless them. What this do you think great. about that story, Matt? I'm enjoying all of this. I'm I'm not even paying attention for truths or lies. This is so damn funny. I'm okay. enjoying that. Um, no, I think that's got to be true. That's a okay. thousand percent true. I'm leaning toward. Uh, not that I'm like implying anything. I'm just saying. I need uh, to hear another one. I think to judge it against. But yeah, it's. It sounds true as hell. I remember you going down there on that the vacation. I don't think we heard the hooker part, but I, I know you said because you'd mentioned that you went to Kyle down there for. For his grad. Was yeah. Kaylee there? Or no. No, she, we left her at home because 
she wasn't into that show. And no. I'm not going to pay $35 for a kid to go. Yeah. yeah She'd be yeah. like, hey, I'm tired. Did you get to go to the house and all that? And all that? We did, but so the house has been um, revamped, like renovated, and they have a big fence up. I was imagining because someone lives in it. So, yeah, yeah, the new owners. So the inside when you watch that show is not the same as the house you see. Oh, wow. But outside is what you see. So people would go by their house and throw pizzas on their roofs. <laughs> Seriously? Yes. Oh, and no. And so they had to put up a fence. So it was kind of like, since it's been redone, wasn't that exciting. It didn't look like the same house. Right, per right. Se. And then um, with the big fence in front of it. Yeah. So, but, Did the new owners drive an Aztec? Ah, uh, you know, they didn't have any cars in the yard Dang or in the. That would be horrible to live in that house, though, just for that. Same and they reason. didn't know it when they bought it. Oh, how do? According you? to our no. like, our RV driver, that they didn't know that that was the house that they were. That buying. would almost sounds illegal. Like a real estate agent would have to disclose that. Like to if you there was a dead point. body in there, you yeah. have to do disclose you? that. Yes, you do. If somebody died in a house, you have to. Absolutely, yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, when I'm thinking like for a house so that notorious. So don't off yourself in your house because yeah, yeah. it's never going to sell. You know what? Mom said someone died in her house. My grandfather passed away in that house. Yeah, huh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. So I didn't know that. Hmm. I don't know. Like how long ago? Oh, Mother's Day of 2001. That probably still has to be disclosed. Uh, I didn't know that. I was just wondering like if there was a kind of grandfathered in kind of thing but i know all the real estate agents that i work with are gonna call me and text me and be like you're totally wrong everything you're saying is wrong really yeah it may have changed i don't know wouldn't you be super mad at the uh, real estate agent for not telling you that that's it but what yeah absolutely a selling point though i mean someone might want to buy that house it's like an uber super fan right you would think well, yeah. it's, I think I told you about the, the Brady Bunch house in L.A. Mm-mm. My buddy Chris at a company I work for out there, he moved into the house right next door to the Brady Bunch house. And they even had to disclose that he was living next to the Brady Bunch house. And it oh, basically wow. looks exactly the same as it used to. People go there all the time, all the time. Uh, it's crazy. But they disclosed it even to the neighbors. So it's like someone's got to know. Yeah. Otherwise, you just all these people showing up all the time. It's like, what the hell is going on? The tour bus, <laughs> they do, I want to say, two or three tours a day. <clears throat> And all week long. So they had this tour bus and then oh cars would God. like drive by oh. and they have signs like on their lawn that says that no trespassing. You Please can't. don't throw pizzas. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. So they very, if they wanted to tech, protect their privacy, that would not have been the house right? that I would have Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. It's been a long time since I watched a show and the show was amazing, by the way. One of yes. the best ever. What's the pizza thing? I don't remember that part of it. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Go ahead. Okay, so at one point in one episode, someone throws a pizza on the roof of the house. That's that's totally it. Oh, okay. Yep. And it became a, a long-running thing of, like, remembering the house in that way. So people, and I had heard those same stories of people going to Albuquerque and just throwing pizzas onto that house oh. to then take their selfie with it to be a part of it. Dude, I'll tell you what the most amazing part of that movie, that show was. It's got the thing that I think all great shows have is you can never tell whether you like or hate the main character. Yeah. You, there were times where I'm like... Dude Smoothie. That episode, straight up was like, I don't know how I can look at this guy ever the same again. He used to be a chem- chemistry teacher, and he's dissolving a body in a barrel. Like, I mean... Right. Yeah. It's what? nuts. And there's times <laughs> you're, you're pulling for him, and there's times you just absolutely... Hit. You know, your husband actually introduced me to The Sopranos, and that's the We've same... We've watched that so many times in our marriage. We love The Sopranos. The same reason. Tony's dead. Did you ever get a chance to watch it? Man, every, t- I, every time. I de- I've never seen an episode of The Sopranos. Uh, you know I what? Know. I know, I know, Clear I know. Clear your Sunday, friend. Yeah, yeah dude. Dude, on my flight. Tony Soprano, you can never tell. Some days you're pulling for him. Some days you're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. You know? Just like Walter White, man. That's. I think that's the best thing to have in a show is if you... 
the main character, you you just never settled on him. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like Game of Thrones? You did ever get done to Game of Thrones? No, I couldn't. It's it, not my thing. Not even me. I love dragons and dorky shit, and that's just... Dude, Game of Thrones me. is nuts because... I wouldn't because... have pegged you as the kind. Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> that. thinking more porn strippers. <laughs> <laughs> but... The force is strong on this one. Yeah, that's good. If we can find a porn show with dragons in it... You're our guy. I'm like, if I wasn't in my work office right now, I'd send you a link. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I'll send well, you, I'll I've send probably you. seen worse. That's on my Facebook. Yeah. It's one of my albums. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's, uh, yeah, I, I remember you taking that trip. I remember the whole hooker thing. So that might be the. Uh, that's the key. See, I might be part, leaning on you for this one because you know true, the. Part you, not, yeah. you know the deets. All right. We got two more. We have Moonlight. Uh, what's this thing? Bowling. Bowling and uh, our time in Nashville. I always pick the one I want to hear the most last. So I'm going to go with uh, Moonlight Bowling and stay the Nashville till last. All right. So Moonlight Bowling. <clears throat> Let me set the stage. You know my best friend, Nikki. Right. So my friend, Nikki, and Your I. Your other best friend. Oh, yeah. Outside of you, of course. Other best friend, Nikki. <laughs> and I hope she's not mad at me for telling the story. Um, but we have been <laughs> friends since preschool. We went to college together. So that's how we both ended up in Sterling was... Mm-hmm. For college, and I don't know. Do you guys ever do that moonlight bowling? Do they have it here? At uh, your they did cosmic bowling, is what I've always known. Yeah, it yeah we called it moonlight there, yeah. but where they have like the black lights and yeah, it's all trippy. Here. Yeah. yeah, all that shit. So here's how the night started off. We met with a group of friends, and um, you could buy like a dollar ticket or whatever, like a raffle ticket, and they would put it in fishbowl. They'd draw it out. My number got called. So what you have to do is do three strikes in a row. And then you win, like, so much of the pot. They do first, second, and third. Um, So I'm up. And the whole, like, bowling alley, like, surrounds you to watch you do this. Like, no pressure. Mm Mm-mm. No. (laughs) One strike. Down. Nice. Two strikes. Down. Third strike. Gutter. (laughs) Naturally. (laughs) At, at that point, I drank quite a bit. So to get two strikes was probably um, an act of Congress all in the like, <laughs> uh, You're pretty professional I'm, drunk. You, I, you, I you, am. You I mean, uh... I got a liver of steel over here. <laughs> um, so anyway, we had a blast with our friends doing the moonlight bowling. This is when Nikki and her now husband, Brian, were dating. What's up, Brian? What up, right? Brian? <laughs> and uh, he had just bought a... What are they called? Mitsubishi Eclipse. Do you remember those back in the day? Oh, my yeah, best friend drove his for years. Cute sports car. Yep. Sure, sure. He had this red, cute cherry red sports car. And so I don't know how we ended up, because this was like 20 years ago. Yeah, right. And because my son was little, like maybe two. And we ended up driving separately somehow um, from the rest of our group that was there. So Nikki and I leaving Brian's cute little sports car. And what do you do when you're in a hot sports car and you're a couple drunk 20-something-year-old chicks? You vomit everywhere. Didn't, actually. But I'm surprised Mm -hmm. how that didn't happen. But Mm -hmm. Nikki's driving, and I've been out of Sterling for so long. But do you know Baja Taco? Of course. And then there's that gas station right by it. Mm -hmm. So I lived in Charmony. So we're at that stoplight. It's like 1 in the morning. Stoplight's not moving. It's taking forever. So we do this number. We look around. Just go. And she blasts through it. And as fast as this car could go, of course. We're about a block and a half down. And bloop, 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 oh, bloop. No. 
Yes. Where did they come from? There was like no headlights in sight. We saw nothing. Because you're hammered. They're this camouflaged. This is probably true. And we've got like, you know, Alanis Morissette jam and like, ah, like right. crying our little hearts out to some old school tunes. But so we pull over and we're like, all right, Blake, 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 what else do you do? Right. What's the number one question they always ask you when they pull you over late at night? Do you know why I pulled you over tonight? How Have you, you been, been drinking? Ugh. And then what is your answer? Just two. See, my magic number. Not that I've ever been. I, I haven't. But if I had to hypothetically say, I would say three. But two's the legal limit. But I don't know if it was 20 years ago. Well, I mean, no. It's percentage is the legal limit. Point one is the legal limit. But I thought that was two beers. Point eight. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, it depends. Guys, on how why do you know you this are. so deeply? I know, right? <laughs> because we've been drinking for the past couple of decades. Yeah. <laughs> you learn, you learn the, you learn the laws. I guess. Yeah. So, um, comes up like registration ID, all that, and probably could smell the alcohol because I'm pretty certain we smelt like somebody just <laughs> bashing a brewery with a right, hammer. Right, right. And uh, so he's like, "Have you been drinking?" and Nikki's magical number. I want to say she said two or three. Like right. we were kind of on the same page. All right. She's a pro. So she is. So back in the day, they didn't have the breathalyzers like they do now. It right. was still the field sobriety test. And so the officer comes up and he's like, I need you to get out of the car. And then he tells me, he was like, ma'am, I need you to get out of the car too. Well, if Larry knows anything about me, after I've had a few, I mean, I'm a yappity chihuahua anyway, <laughs> but I feel like I swing a big dick after about three, four beers. You get, a, you get a little mouthy. Sure, we were way over three or four beers this night, but a little mouthy. Larry, that's being kind. That's very kind. <laughs> Thank you. That being generous. Yes, that was being generous. So apparently I have no sense of authority. So they brought in a second cop. Second cop car shows up and... I get out of the car and I'm standing on the curb and then I just decide to get mouthy while Nikki's doing her field sobriety <laughs> test. And I was like, why am I have to be out of the car? I didn't do anything wrong. And he was like, ma'am, you need to calm down. I was like, no. And then I see him like have his hand on his like hip. Oh, snap. He's ready to rock a little bit. There you go. So he has his hand on his hip, like where his gun is. And I'm like, I am five foot tall and a hundred pounds. Are you going to shoot me? And of course, meh, 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 I just keep yapping. They tell Nikki, your hooker friend is getting a bit out of control. <laughs> right? We're going we're to cap this bitch. <laughs> he warned me a couple times and I just kept running my mouth. So finally he comes up and he gets one hand cuffed behind me. He's like, you keep going. You're going to jail tonight along with your friend. Well, nothing makes you shut up a little more than one tight handcuff on your wrist. Right, right, right. right. So then I'm looking over at Nikki and she's crying because she knows this is over. Right. Like, I'm going to jail. Yeah. Right. So, of course, they cuff her stuffer. They take her to jail, leave the car there. My house was a block away. So this is, like, also before, like, cell phone. We all had cell phones, but you just didn't take them everywhere like you do now. Right. Sure. right. So I walk a block home to my house and decide I still have balls of steel. Right. I call the sheriff's department. I was like, what do I need to do to get my friend out of jail tonight? They're like, ma'am, she's drunk. You're not getting her out tonight. <laughs> and you slurred every word of that, so you're, Probably. Not, you're not driving near it. Yeah. Listen yeah. I was like, I didn't do this. I'll be right there. <laughs> no, ma'am, you won't. So then I decide with the dispatcher to get Lippy too, and I was like, you know what? They tried to pull a gun on me. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah. Oh, no. And the dispatcher's like, well, do I need to get my um, lieutenant on the phone? Is this like 
a big deal. And then I had another friend there was like, nope, calm it down. We're not getting the lieutenant involved. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Didn't actually grab the gun and point it at you. But, you know, when you're drunk, you get a little, like, right, mm, right, yep, right. vivacious with that. So, right. yeah. I thought, like, I'm going to save my friend. <laughs> Say that the cop pulled a gun on me. <laughs> so, no, I backed down on that one really quick, too. So, um, didn't sleep all night. Next morning, 7 a.m., they said, that's what time you can get her. Oh, 7 a.m., Brian and I go down to the cop shop and get her out. So, <laughs> sorry, Nick. I wish I would have saved that one for last. That's awesome. <laughs> and, you know, back then, like, if you get a DUI now, like, haven't had one. Right? <laughs> that's not wood, guys. That's not going to help. Got to do something. It's not on my bucket list. Right. But, um... So she had to pay like a ten thousand dollar fine. I don't think if you get a DUI now, don't you like lose your license? Oh no, it's a big deal. I'm pretty yeah. sure, yeah. Like don't blow and go. Don't so. drive drunk. Don't do it. But still, ten thousand dollars when we were like in our early mid twenties. And your college kids, right? That's a hit. Yeah. Well, we college. were both out of college because I want to say we were probably like twenty three, twenty four. You don't have ten thousand dollars. No. Yeah. You don't. So yeah, she. Didn't enjoy that experience. Oh my god, no! And then that shit haunts you. Oh yeah, jobs and oh, yeah. good thing she's self-employed, but right, that right. shit'll follow you around. For yeah, <laughs> I hope that's not true, Nikki. <laughs> so Larry knows Nikki too. Yeah, yeah. Nikki's great. Um, she was my bridesmaid in my wedding. Awesome. When we went to Vegas. So here's how close Nikki and I are. When I was in first grade, we were taking a test. And I had to pee so bad. And I was like, Miss White, can I go to the bathroom? And she's like, when you finish your test, I pissed my pants in first grade. And our chairs back then, like, I don't know if you remember those little plastic chairs. They kind of, like, puddled. They they had a molding of your butt. Yeah. Yeah, So I kind of just left a puddle in my chair. (laughs) They sent me to the office so I could call my grandma, like, grandma, come get me. So good of friends we are. Nikki had to clean up my piss from that chair (laughs) in first grade. But if we want to keep this story going, just a couple weeks ago, her and our husbands were all in Estes together at a cabin having a blast. We were laughing so hard she peed her pants. So this shit came full circle. The only difference is I didn't have to clean her Yeah, right? Yeah, right. Like you're right, old right. enough to do that. I'm now. trying to figure out why a first grader had to clean up another first grader's pee. I mean, this was... Okay. I'm is that a thing? Disclose my age. Probably not today. Okay. It's but, the 80s, man. Yeah. So it's just it was like, the look, 80s. hey, you're, you're the kid next to you, piss their pants, clean and that up. Our yeah. teacher yeah. knew that she was my best friend. Right. So, like, that makes it okay. Who's going to clean up your piss? <laughs> just your best friend? Like, we couldn't call the janitor. Is there a line drawn? Like, if you pooped your pants all over the I seat, they'd be know, like, well, look, we, it's a hazmat issue for kids at that point. Like, I don't know if it was in the 80s either. They'd be like, take your underwear, swish it in the toilet, wash right. it out, and right. call it a day. In the world. How many stories in this podcast literally have we said that about? Like, someone tells a story and we're like, do that nowadays. How? Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So that's a national story. Yeah. <laughs> that's actually how I train my son from shitting his pants. How's that? I'm like, please clarify right. what? <laughs> so he potty trained easily. Okay. And he, so he was, what, two in the summer, two and a half. So he would just go outside and hang out with his wing out. That's, we were good parents. Like we, you do? Yeah, we yeah. taught him to do that. So he just pissed in the backyard. <laughs> But when it came to shitting, this kid did not want to shit in the toilet. So he would just hide in a corner and shit in his Bob the Builder underwear pants. <laughs> so finally, I'm like, what do I do with this kid? He won't quit shitting his pants. So I'd make him take his underwear, 
turn them inside out. Please, social services, don't come for me. I know. I'm like, this, this poor was, kid's going to have this story forever. This was forever. 20 years ago. Dunk him in the toilet, swirl him around, flush his shit. And then I threw out the underwear, of course. But he would be like, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel when I have to clean the shit out of your Bob the Builder underwear. So he got potty trained pretty quick. My dad was like, let's go in the bathroom and drop some stink pickles. That's what he would call it. Just to get my son to take a shit in the toilet. Hey, Grandpa knew what to do, right? Oh, Grandpa man. knew what to do. But trust me, I did his laundry through almost all of his life. And I don't know that he ever properly learned. I'm kidding. <laughs> kidding, Kyle. That's Hope you're having Kyle. a good day, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that story? <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. This is amazing. Um, I, for some reason, I was getting the vibe. I was getting the vibe that maybe that was the borrowed one. Mm. But I don't know. It's not borrowed. It's half true, half false. No, that's false. what I mean. Like that half true, half false oh, one. Like the, I was getting. The Nikki didn't go to jail. But I don't know. Or, I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to tell. I'm trying to look at the signs. We, we, I, I over Google how to try and pick up how people are lying. Uh, my brother's a police officer. He can tell me everything. Right. And, but then the problem is, is if people know we do that, then they can do those things as false cues to make the story seem like they're true when they're not. And vice versa. I feel like I'm trying to get past a lie detector test. It kind of is. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm put my fingers down and then we'll... That's how we're going to hold your hand. And yeah, it's, it's, yeah. All right. We got one more story. Are our, we hitting it? Our time in Nashville. Okay. Yeehaw. Giddy up, cowboy. <laughs> so, and you'll know this too. Once a year, Tim and I try to go to an Broncos the way game because we're huge Bronco fans. Right. We actually, that's part of our dating story too. But, um, so Nashville was super cheap to go to. We had a friend that had free tickets to the game. Um, he was from Tennessee. He was like the, I don't know. But anyway, he gave Tim free tickets and there was nothing like, we're not like front row, not on the field, but to go to a game. It's free tickets to the NFL game. Right. So we looked up prices for like hotels and stuff and, um, flights. It was going to be so super cheap to go and we're like. Yeah, we're going to the Tennessee Bronco game. So we did. Have you ever been to Tennessee? Never. Okay, so Nashville, awesome. Like, Vegas and Nashville, I don't know which one I would choose first. Really? Yeah, Nashville. Well, Tim and I love live music, too. Yeah, yeah. So we would get up at, like, 10 in the morning. We're there, I want to say, for three days. Their bars are open 24-7 with live bands playing 24-7. So we would just get up at 10, start drinking, go to a bar, have breakfast with a beer. I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked. (laughs) Crystal, I didn't know that about you. This is the bull hooker right here. That's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) This story, she's lying. Right, right. Um, So just live music all day. So we would hit the strip, walk up and down, just go in, have beers were like $7 a piece, which, I mean, this was like four or five years ago. I don't not, know if you guys... Awful. That's like 1990s pricing in Colorado. This Well, have you been to a Broncos game lately? Yeah, they're like 12 bucks a yeah. piece. Yeah. They're nuts. I'm like, I can't afford to go to a Broncos game because, I don't know, unless right. I smuggle that shit in. Right, seriously. No. Right. So anyway, we were spending like $200 a day on alcohol. But, um, so we go from bar to bar, and at one bar... They had this awesome live band. It was like around lunchtime. We meet these Canadians that are sitting like near us. And you know Canadians like to drink. 
eh? So, eh? <laughs> Who wouldn't have guessed it? Pancakes and syrup, eh? <laughs> so we just make friends with them and start drinking with Tim. Actually, I believe I want to say maybe still communicates with one to this day, but I'm not certain. Mm. And uh, so we start drinking with these guys, and in comes, I have to be very careful with my words right now, and you know me, how inappropriate I am. Actually, that's a story for you after this. <laughs> but um, a very little person, and he's black. He comes in with this huge ten-gallon. Like a little person, like a, like an actual little person, like a little person, <clears throat> a midget. Okay, if you're gonna say it, I'm not. Right. I ain't having the haters come after me. A little person. I'm just. Uh, is he a small person or? That seems so condescending of a term to call somebody. To. A little, quick sidebar: My grandmother was like, whatever the legal limit is for a little person. My grandmother's like an inch taller than that. Okay. And my mother used to give her shit about being a midget all the time, and she would get super angry because <laughs> she is not. She is two inches or whatever inch and a half taller <laughs> than whatever the legal thing is. Right? She was little, man, but that's why. Okay, that's I just, why I, was I trying didn't want to be. Yeah. Well, oh, I, correct. We're offended. Yeah. Okay, so, I figured you. Would yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh. Well, I'm worried about your viewers. Like, I can't take any more hate, All man. three of them are going to be so offended. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And mom's one of them. <laughs> Dencia says that word actually quite a bit on this podcast. Does she? Yeah, Does she? Yeah, okay. Because her husband loves them. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> what in the world? Maybe midget porn? Like, Sounds where, like where you're did just that? flying over that Dude, one? I'll tell you stories yeah. about Carrie. I love you, Carrie. But yeah, it's... Okay. It's, yeah. So, um, in walks this little person... Hat on as big as this. He didn't have a very big head. Like, I'm not trying to be real. It's a tiny little, big, right. little head. With a cowbell. And all the band members were like, Hey, Darnell. <laughs> he starts dancing and playing his cowbell <laughs> to the music. And we were just like enamored. Like, this is the best thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Right. So us and the Canadians decide, you know, we're nice people like this. Let's send old Darnell over here some shots. Probably six shots later. Nice. Oh, no. Nice. Of what? Shots of what? That bell's ringing. That one was rum to start with, and there's more to that story. Oof. So just because that's what the Canadians were drinking. But anyway, why we thought that if we can't even, like, we don't want to spend $7 on a beer for ourselves, but we're going to spend 12 to get the little man drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just thought it would be our entertainment value to just get him shit hammered. <laughs> so, you know, we're kind like that. I love this so much. <laughs> so we keep sending him shots. And then he finally came up to us and he was like, you guys, thank you so much for the shots. But I'm just, I, I don't care for rum. And he was a little shitty at this point. Yeah. So we're like, all right, we'll respect your wishes. Tequila it is. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> and this little guy, he decides he likes a little bit of crystal. And we're not much different than hype. That's <laughs> good. You said so, he Right? <laughs> so he wants to, um, like, country and western dance. And I'm like, okay, I know how to, like, do a decent pretzel or whatnot, two-step. Yeah. So he just kept asking me to dance, kept asking me to dance. Which is fine, but you can't do the pretzel with someone that's this high. You know, you're trying to, like, do this thing, and I'm like, Darnell, you're taking me down, buddy. You're taking me down with this dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, and he, his his breath was atrocious, and it was right in my face. But he loved himself some crystal. (laughs) 
To so be I want to say we probably wrapped that up around like three or so, and he's like, I gotta go home. I just gotta go home. And we're like, hey, we're still going out and getting shit hammered, yeah, yeah. which we did. Right, right. And probably around seven o'clock that night, here comes Darnell into another bar that we're in, and it was like cleared on the strip. I'm like, Darnell, how you doing? He's like, I took a nap, feeling better. We're like, all right, Darnell, way to be a trooper, man. Yep. Like, Tim's a big guy. He probably couldn't handle as many shots as we gave this <laughs> little guy. Right, right, right. So, yeah, the, I think the tequila might have been the one that did, did him in. But, um, so the next day we had plans to meet up with Darnell. Because, you know, after you get someone trashed, you just have a bonding experience. Sure, absolutely, yes. When yeah. he was in my face trying to two-step on, like, <laughs> we're friends now. <laughs> Actually, we are friends on Facebook. We're, are you really? Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Um, Ride or die, man. Right. And so um, we wrapped up the night. Well, we finished wrapping up the night by selling roses on a street corner with a homeless guy. Because he's out there trying to make a buck. Tim and I are walking by and he was like, buy your lady a flower. We're like, we're leaving tomorrow. Why are you going to buy me a rose? Like, what what am I going to do? Leave it in my hotel room? Right. And so... Poor guy. We kept seeing him as we're like, you know, walking from bar to bar and nobody was buying his roses. Felt really bad about that. So here comes Tim into the rescue. Swoop in. I'll help you out, buddy. Tim takes a handful of roses and he's going, you know what a salesman my husband is. Sure, sure. I don't, but it sounds good. He's going down the strip selling like $2 roses (laughs) for this homeless guy. (laughs) You know what I got at the end of the night? Hmm. Free rose. Uh, Score. We probably sold six or eight roses for this guy. Nice. So that was fun. But then the next day when we had um, plans to meet up with Darnell again, Darnell didn't show. Uh Uh-oh. Darnell was hung. What the hell, Darnell? What the hell? Right? He couldn't hang with us. (laughs) But we had to go home anyway because, you know, time had passed. It was time to go. (laughs) It's time to go. Nashville's even like, get the fuck out. (laughs) I'm sure it's that movie Dead Santa. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> He's, are you drunk? I weigh 45 pounds, you dick. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Darnell. Poor Darnell. I love shout it. Shout out Darnell, though. Shout, right. a shout out Darnell. That's the guy. Yeah. But it's funny. Everybody knew him in Nashville. Because he would just come around with his... He, he's an African-American he was, little person. It's not... It, it's, well, it's, and he was a regular. Like, he and, would go into and, all the bars. And he had so. a huge... I mean, that's not something you see every day. Right. Yeah. Dave. No, you're going to remember that. Yeah, I don't in a know big how way. big the manhood might have been, but the hat was sure large. <laughs> you should so, have asked. I mean, I don't know. I try to overcompensate with my loud voice and being obnoxious like I am. Um, you think Darnell so might be a, He might have been over, overcompensating with that. Maybe he's a tripod. You don't know. You know. This could be. God bless him. <laughs> lucky Darnell. He's lucky some bitch. Anyway, all right. What do you no, think this about, is great. What do you think about that one? <laughs> I, I love all these stories. <laughs> um, I I would say, oh man. It's tough. It's really tough. I uh, yeah, one in mind. No, okay. for once. Right. Usually, I can I can pick it up, but I'm like I'm I can't tell today. I'll do a little bit. What are you thinking? Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I uh, yeah, we'll get there. Three good stories though, and I haven't heard the only one I even have a slight is the uh, the uh, Breaking Bad one because I remember you oh, just doing yeah, that. Yeah. That's the only thing I, I remember you actually going down and doing that. So yeah. That little tour. That's all you told me, though. You know, you can take it for a hooker because I would have never let that go. I promise you that. So maybe leaning towards that one a little bit. 
Well, and that, and I guess now that you say it, I, you had said it earlier, like Nikki's DUI. <laughs> I hope that's not true, but I guess we don't know. I don't know her very well, so I can't speak to it. Nikki, Nikki's cool. Um, quiet. I always thought Nikki's a little quiet. No. Well, no. Me, you know, her and I are she, dumpster fire when we get together. <laughs> she's fun, though. I, I like Nikki. She's always been fun. Although I was getting the uh, ugly look from her at your wedding, too. I think that... Uh, you're pissing everybody off. Well, was, what the know, hell, man? Tim, it was, it, was, it was a crazy weekend. It was fun. It, it was. was. Like, okay, and so here's another story how close Nikki and I are. Our wedding night, her and her husband stay in the hotel room with us. You were pregnant, though. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a little nuggie in my belly. Yeah, yeah. We had had our, it wasn't shotgun. We had had our wedding planned. We had moved to Pueblo, bought a house together. <laughs> we're getting ready to leave, and I find out I'm pregnant. So I didn't get to have as much fun sure. as my husband did in Vegas because mm. I couldn't get lit. But, <laughs> but so Nikki and Brian were staying with his brother in Vegas. And you know, Vegas, like they're in a place way off the strip. Yeah. Right. And this was 15 years ago. It wasn't just as easy. Like you don't call an Uber and it was right. late. And so, cause we'd gone in the limo after. So they're trying to get a taxi home to his brother's house. And it was going to be like $80 or something. And 15 years ago. I mean, that's, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So since I was pregnant, I was like, ain't nothing happening here tonight. You guys just stay in our <laughs> other bed with us. It was good so that's how I spent my wedding night was with my best friend and her husband sleeping next to us. That's very sweet. There's a good chance that Tim's going to play Little Spoon to Larry. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought that New Orleans would have been a more a better chance of that happening. Uh, you know what? It might have happened next to me. I don't know. I passed out early. And here's why I passed out early. Uh, you said you've never been to Mardi Gras? Never. So they have that famous drink there, the Hurricane, that you buy at, yeah. uh, oh, what's the name? Tommy O'Leary's. Or, uh, Tommy O'Brien? Something O'Brien. Uh, Patrick O'Brien. Pa- oh, Patty O'Brien's. Yep. And this thing is all booze. <laughs> it tastes like you're drinking ether. Like, so, and who wants to do that? I look over but, and Crystal's pouring hers out and I'm like, what are you doing? We're like, walking down the street because this thing was awful. But Larry had bought them, so I didn't want to like offend him. And I want to say they were like $12 a piece. And I was like, Mm-mm, this is going to put fuzz on my nuts. I cannot drink this. <laughs> I kicked her. I was like, what the hell are you doing? Right? Put, put it in Papa's. What's wrong with you? So like, I start slowly pouring it out and he catches me. He'd already had two. <laughs> then he was like, give me yours. Slams another one. He said, we need to find another hurricane. So we went to one of those little stands, found another hurricane, which Larry quickly, rapidly cast. <laughs> then we ended up at the most seedy strip bar you've ever seen in your life <laughs> it was not classy it was not it was no. not good yeah, no. it was not good it was uh yeah i uh I, I passed out early that night and uh last thing i remember is uh, crystal telling everybody how larry passed out like a schoolgirl bitch <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're that. Yeah, well you kind of did <laughs> and then i woke up i woke up in the uh, room and they said uh Talking about the, the magnetics and they can't get next to the key or whatever. So Tim props the door open with me passed out inside. He tells Crystal, who's going to rape Larry? Honestly, look at him. You don't know right. if they did. But we're in downtown New Orleans <laughs> over Mardi Gras. Like, he could have totally, like, you could have woke up with, like, no intestines. Right. Like, kidneys liver, removed. Right, right. Give me, yeah. Yeah. But, like, so I wake up and these two are, like, half naked in the bed next to me. I don't know what happened by that. And I'm like, you know, I might have been. You don't need the info. Larry. I, 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 I might have been, like, a prop for all I know. I don't know. Like, one time there's a foot against me. I'm just. Just snoring. It's like, he won't wake up. Look at him. He wakes up to see Tim's, like, bare ass sticking out of the sheet next to him. Yeah. I just slap it. Right. 
wake up, take me to the airport. Uh-oh. It's what about that? Because Tim has, like, little, like, tests he does on me. He's like, all right, it's like, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. I've seen him drunker, but uh, he ain't waking up. It's fine. That's right. amazing. Bang it out. He's sleeping. <laughs> that was a fun. I. Uh, but that, the whole reason Larry went is because Tim and I lived in Louisiana, so we were a couple-hour drive right. from New Orleans. He said, I want to come for Mardi Gras. Never been before. And um, he said he just wanted to see titties. That was his whole goal. Simple man. Listen, Respect. at 10 o'clock at night, we're taking 300 pounds of big loving over here. <laughs> Tim is on one side. I'm on the other. We're walking him a couple blocks down to the hotel room. So rough. Lay him down in the bed. And then Tim props the door open. So, you know. Larry could get ass raped potentially. <laughs> so they will so get locked out because I'm not opening the door. Yeah, right. Right. Papa's down. Yeah. And so then Tim and I go out and we hit Bourbon Street and they're throwing beads and there's titties everywhere and we're like, Larry, you came all this way to see tits and you got nothing, nothing. tonight. <laughs> I did, however, find this out um, as they're throwing beads. Uh, girls show boobs uh boys show wiener right i never saw and, any wieners well so I that's the thing board, well, so i was like throw me some beads and that girl goes points towards my and i'm like no and she she goes oh, oh. And, and i go yeah, yeah. that's right? exactly what i'm gonna show you, you know? yeah i'm not i'm part japanese part mexican there's no way i was gonna be born with a big one okay right? just <laughs> the genetic cards were stacked against me let's not bullshit each other so um but then i uh so the uh, Crystal drove a couple hours to pick me up in Houston at George Bush International. Yeah. So Houston was here in Texas. Lake Charles, where we lived in Louisiana, was here. And then we still had to drive on to New Orleans. Yeah. So I got him from the Houston airport. We drove to Lake Charles, spent a night at my house, got up the next morning. Oh, and Larry grew a sweet mullet just to come visit badass. us in Louisiana. It was badass. It was badass. It was. All right. And then so... We all drove in my car to New Orleans. Well, we are hung over the next day. Of course. When he's supposed to fly out. He had a little more pep in his step than Tim and I did because we were out until like 4 a.m. And then <laughs> apparently banging until I don't know what time because there was an ass in the air at the end of the night. And I woke up early and got Burger King because I know how to make it better. Nice. Like grease. He d- got us some greasy food so Good. we could all shit our pants later. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I, Tim goes, look, man. I'm not, we're not driving six more hours over to Houston to get you on that plane. I'm going to buy you a ticket from New Orleans to Houston and, you know, screw this shit. And I'm like, done. He goes, Crystal, would you please do that? So you get on the computer. She sends me back to George Bush International. But when they booked the flight, I found out the hard way that there's two airports in Houston. After I ran all over. the wrong one. Yeah. After I ran all over George Bush International saying, you know. And he had like. Two hours. I can give a tour of that effing airport. Because <laughs> he was like so bored, he's just walking, walking around, around. And I can't remember killing what, time. If it was, United and then it was like time to f- board the flight. You're like, oh, it's getting close, but then you couldn't find your gate. Well, I kept going like, where's the United gate? And they're like, oh, it's down on the E wing or it's down on the B wing. And I'm like, look, man, it's not on any wing. <laughs> I've been all over this damn airport, you know. <laughs> and uh, finally, I come, I come to these young girls, and I'm like, I'm not gonna be, I'm gonna get really shitty. I need to find wherever it wasn't United, whatever airport airline. And I go, Oh, well, that's a hobby. I said, that was all in English, but yet I have no clue what the fuck you just said. Right. What does that mean? You were at the wrong airport. I'm like, (laughs) and then I get mad. I'm like, 
I am in Houston, oh, right? Sh- this is Houston, right? I'm in Houston. <laughs> he calls me and lights my ass up. <laughs> Dude, I'm so pissed off. <laughs> and they're like, I'm like, okay. Because you had to work the next day. I said, listen, how far is the hobby airport? She's like, about 45 minutes through town. And, and like my airplane leaves in like 15. Of course. Right? Yeah, yeah. So I end up having to fuck. I, I leave security like an idiot. I'm so hungry at that point in time, <laughs> and I can't go back in. I'm like, can I just go back in and get that McDonald's? Like, no. no. I'm like, if I give you 20 bucks, would you give me a Big Mac? They're like, no. And I'm like, I hope this airport burns, burns to the, the ground. ground. <laughs> fuck Houston, and fuck all you sister-humping idiots. I hate everything here. But uh, you guys got me on the next flight the next day. I had to sleep in the airport, but yeah, it was it was No, would they put you up in a hotel, or did yeah. we get you? Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, We did right. get yeah. you a hotel. Yeah, because I but got... But he had to take a taxi to a hotel, stay the night at a hotel, mm-hmm. and then rebook the flight, because yes. and it as was quite a shit show. That, that little shuttle that got me to that, that uh, hotel... And that lady, she got a southern drown next to me. She's from Houston going home. Yes. And I'm so hungry at this point. I haven't eaten forever. And I'm like, and I'm hungover. And I'm like, oh, gas station. I don't care what they have there. I'm going to go eat. She's like, oh, honey. A gut buster. Yeah. She goes, don't walk in this neighborhood. They're going to kill you. They're going to kill you. This is a bad neighborhood. You understand? And I go, seriously? She goes, oh, they rob you. They rob you, Colorado. They rob you. <laughs> they rob you, Colorado. So I call. And you're like a big guy. Yeah, like. yeah. I call the pizza delivery guy because he somehow is safe to walk. The, the he's got the <laughs> he's got the uniform on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the Domino's because yeah, they won't miss the Domino's. Like, and he's, he's like, like 120 pounds right, and 19. Right. Do you want pizza or not? It's like if you uh, attack that guy, then all of a sudden no more delivery. Oh, well, that's true. Right? He showed up and I, I scarfed that thing. I think I rolled it into one like big burrito. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, Teddy's so hungry. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, it was fun. It was, I also found the Boomhauer thing is real. It, you it, Tim had a worker, man. right? That told I did to the one with yes. the Yes. <laughs> it's a real yeah, it's thing. It's like Sling Blade. No, it really is. <laughs> I know. It happens, right? Yeah. When we lived in Louisiana, he had um, a worker that worked for him and the guy off the water boy and you want to see who was naked? Yeah. No. <laughs> this guy not only resembled him in the face, he would talk like that too. And I would just get so nervous. He was like pure Cajun. <laughs> He'd be like, I didn't grizzle. And I'm like, God, here he comes. <laughs> and this is my response to everything. He'd yes. be like, when's your birthday? Because I couldn't understand him. Yeah. You do a better impression than I do of this guy. When I went down to get Burger King, there was two of them sitting in front of the Burger King talking. And nice. I sat there staring at them. Come on, they did. I'm going to you guys exist like you're a real thing. Holy shit. Yeah. And I couldn't believe in the South how they the N-word is still thrown around oh, down oh, there mm-hmm. pretty pretty regularly. Oh, I, yeah. I was a little set back when they're like, N-word, N-word, N-word. And I was like, ooh, hey. <laughs> like Colorado. You're not supposed to say that anymore. Around, you know like, that, right? We, don't, we look around like, oh, buddy, I don't die. Hail a black fist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <exactly. laughs> like, yes, I'm one of those, you, know, you Colorado liberal. Whatever, man. We just don't, you know the hate so yeah all right we got three stories uh mistaken for a prostitute moonlight bowling and our time in nashville now how we decide who has to pick first is we rock paper scissors okay crystal how do you rock paper scissors one two three shoot (sighs) but most people don't you're a four pumper you're the worst it's the right way okay thank you i'm always right just in case you didn't know write that down so we're four pumping it right (laughs) is that hell yeah larry okay that's your M.O. So listen, Matt and I will never make love because we don't have the right rhythm. No, we don't. We're going to fuck this up. It's going to be bad. Okay. Yep, here we go. Damn it. Mm. I always win. 
All I right. want you to go. All right, so I'm going to go first. Yep. So um, I was leaning towards the mistaken for a prostitute. Okay. I don't know. I, I, I want to pick that one. But the Moonlight Bowling, I just, for some reason, I just cannot picture Nikki getting arrested. Or he, I don't know. I, yeah, that's tough. The, good, good for you, because I, I really am kind of uh, stumped. Yeah, I really am kind of stumped. I have a very colorful past. Yeah, so yeah. What could they be? For some reason, the uh, our time in Nashville, I think that one is true. Uh, just the way you told it, you had a little uh, detail. Yeah, you did. You, you had a uh, just the way you told it was very, very believable. Uh, you think I really met a little person? I yes. want Darnell to be real so bad. Yes, like, yes. if he's not a real person, I'm going to be <laughs> sad at like the end of this. Slice my throat in my sleep. No, I'm going to go find your Facebook page and get, get friends with Darnell so I can hang out with him next time I'm in Nashville. That's go. what I'm trying to do. You crystal friend? Did yeah. you talk about me? Did you talk about me? <laughs> he only has, like, one front tooth, so you'll know I'll what know. to look for. God bless Darnell. <laughs> God bless him. Okay, so you know what? I'm actually going to go with the Moonlight Bowling just because that's a hard one to believe that you guys almost got arrested. I, you might have. You know how lippy I am. I know how lippy you are. No, I know. I, I've been around you drunk. And I'm like, hey, Matt, what are you doing later? I'm going to get shit hammered and... I might talk a lot of crap. I can't wait to hear that. If I if I was going to be in town this evening, I would take you up on that wholeheartedly to hear about all the crazy shit you guys have like, done. It's it's bad because like when we get drunk together and Tim's around, he's just like because all, all, <laughs> like, it all like, comes sure out. Just blah. yeah, and they have so many <laughs> stories from their days working Wendy's oh, together, you. and we just we have a hoot. And yeah. Then you get Al Goff involved too, and like. <laughs> Like oh, your stomach will hurt from laughing. Well, I want to. In the future, I want to definitely hear some more of these stories. And Al Goff and in Vegas, they've got the wedding thing to such a precise, scientific. It's it's nuts. It's it's science there. Hmm. I called Al because I didn't because he was in our wedding too. Yeah, because I I showed up like two days after everybody else, and I, I got measured here at Donna's Floral, and I sent yeah. him all my measurements, and I said, please take it and get my tux. I'll send you the money. Alan says the lady, there's a Korean lady who owned the place. She just says, come in. She doesn't want your measurements. She has what you need. I said, okay. Okay. Well, you know, 38 inches, 42 inches is the same here as it is there. Just come in. She doesn't care about your measurements. I walk in. She does this. Looks me up and down and nails it. Effing nails just it. Just sees it. Take this. Take this. Put this on. Put this on. Take this one. What take this one. Is what? That? Yeah, I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 one more time. <laughs> this one. That one. Yes. Great. Love it. You're a big one. So <laughs> you're I, a big I, one. I, I go in. And I I try it on, and I'm like, I can't even pick clothes that fit me this well. Yeah. And I've been in my body my whole life. Right. She nailed she it. Nailed I it. was just like, wow, wow. Where is this? In Vegas. When they were getting fitted for their yeah. suits and tuxes Damn. for the wedding. Dude, have you ever been to one of those tuxedo places? Only, wedding? only once. Oh, my yeah. God. It's, it goes on for miles. Anyway, so I'm going to go Moon Knight Bowling. What do, you, what do you got there, big boy? The unfortunate truth is that's that was the one I was leaning towards as well. Oh, yeah? But I don't want to just copy you and piggyback you. That's not fair. Why did you pick it? Um, uh, I, well, I don't know you very well. So, I mean, I can only assume you're as crazy as the two of you are telling me you are. Mm. Um, but... I, I I don't know. It's a feeling. That's where it's at. Like I, it was a feeling. I don't have good logic for this one. Like him, you stumped me on this one in a okay. massive way. I'm not that I'm killing it anymore like I used to. Mm. The human lie detector died uh, the last few episodes, but the one that's jumping out to me um, is mistaken for a prostitute. 
Really? Yeah. And it's not the part true, part not true is I could see the entire trip to Albuquerque being true. I could see the interaction at the gas station being the lie. Okay. So that's where think, I'm at with so it. So you think that's the bullhucker? I think that's the bullhucker. So I'm going to go moonlight bowling. You're going to go uh, the prostitute. Mistaken for a prostitute. Crystal, let's check it out. Drum roll. I don't know what that moonlight says. Moonlight bowling. Oh, is that upside Ooh. down? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what that says. Why? <laughs> what, uh, what part wasn't Damn true? Damn it. So this is actually a story, but it happened with Brian and James. Oh. So it was true. Yeah. Which one got arrested? Which one got mouthy? Brian got arrested. Yeah, got I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see that guy. And he's, duh. Yeah. That's funny. So Damn I just it. put us in the place. But I did get that winning t- or that ticket drawn, and I did <laughs> totally botch that. So that's true. How many times we should have been arrested over the years? Just Because uh, we used to drink a lot. It was uh, concerning. A bit. We concerning. were in Pueblo. And this is after Colorado changed the law where you couldn't sell after midnight. Oh, yeah. So we go into this gas station because all liquor stores are closed. The loaf and jug on Pueblo Boulevard. Yes. I remember this. And we're like trying to get beer. Here's Larry offering me up. He's like, she'll show your boobs. <laughs> the clerk still didn't sell and, to us. And but... Brandy. Brandy was with us too. Okay. It, who's Brandy's well I'll both show you their boobs and he's like I don't want to get fired <laughs> I was like you don't want a little sneak peek are you sure about that answer and poor Tim's just like I don't want to say rape victim but he's sitting there in the car just like all sad like he's lost control of this bus right. he's now on fire it going down the hill in the ditch <laughs> like, he's thinking I hate Larry I hate Larry I hate Larry <laughs> that's, that's amazing what, yeah no yeah we didn't get the beer though no, we didn't. He would mm. refuse to sell it. To, and we were dry at home. I don't even know if we had hard alcohol. So I guess we all just called it a night. Until you shit in my bathroom the next morning, you sick fuck. I had, to, I had to christen it, dude. You buy a house, you don't let me in there first because I will christen it in the bathroom. <laughs> and he did. I got to see if we can take a punch. That's how you, if you want to buy a house, Matt, you let me at it first. Right? That's we don't need no plumber. You bring Larry over. He'll <laughs> test it out. We'll see how good the plumbing is, you know. The snake. <laughs> oh, bud. Oh, oh bud. God. I've been flipped off and stabbed by a plumber before. Right. <laughs> I'm their natural mortal enemy. <laughs> so anyway. Right. Well, Crystal, I'm so glad you came on. We could probably have you back on and actually tell actual stories. It's just, uh, it's been a lot of years of drinking and moving around and all that good stuff. I never gave him saw you in Oklahoma, though. No, you never no. came there. And Pueblo's such a shit show, too, when you lived there. it was. But I have family there, so I'd go visit yeah. them and see everybody. And and yeah, now he tells me, we'll stop by Castle Rock on my way through to Pueblo. Never come. Oh, you guys live down in Castle Rock? Yeah. That's where I grew up. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Graduate DCHS 2008. Yeah. Oh, you're such a baby. 32 uh, next week on Tuesday. Well, happy early birthday. Thank you. Happy early birthday. We love Castle Rock, though. It's great. I wouldn't want to live anywhere else. It's. I think I I moved back there in the late 90s, early 1000s, and it was smaller. I kind of missed that a little bit. But it, it's I mean, it's good now that my folks still live there, and they love it. So okay. that's all that matters. All right. Well, well thanks for having me, Ren nice. and Stimpy. Yeah, this is, I love this shirt. Thank you very much. It's old school. I just ordered. Um, so Tim and I, on Thursday nights, we're on a cornhole league. Nice. So I just ordered us matching T-shirts that say, um, "What is the Beavis and Butthead one?" 
cornhole. Need TP for my. I need TP for my bunghole. No, but it's. Oh, I'm the great cornholio. That's the one I ordered us. I'm the great cornholio. So, you know, we're going to show up classy like that. That's how I keep it. A little white trashy, but I like it. Right. They just picture Tim and Chris living this huge trailer. Just it's, it's yeah. like it's like the biggest one you can it's very big. It's fancy. It's biggest. a double wide and a half. <laughs> we don't count the outhouse. The triple wides? Nope, just double wide. We don't count the outhouse. Fine, just double wide, but it's still big as shit. <laughs> we add it on with the screened-in porch. I, uh, um, anyway, uh, Crystal, thank you so much, man. I've been. Uh, it's always fun when I get a good friend to come down and do it. I can tell, you know? man. It's cool. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Yeah. You too. So, yeah. yeah. And uh, that's why, uh, well, yeah, we'll talk to those Well, Aaron later. and Tim are placing bets. They're going to do a drinking game or bingo on how many times they say a cuss word or something inappropriate. Oh, they're going to be trashed. Oh, well, I mean, for you and me or just you? Just for what I said. Okay. Because Aaron Weiser has no confidence in me. Apparently, <laughs> he's is like, it, can we make this into a drinking game? And I'm like, sure. Is it just you or is it all of us? It's just me, because they all know how inappropriate I am. I love so. it. So I was just about to say, I was going to get real drunk here very soon. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. I'm Moose Lunsman. Matt Gordon. Peace. Mm-hmm.